With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're, you're, you're listening to TPV Virtual Radio. It's live, it's live right, right now, now on the Psalmist Voice on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Hello, my name is Bruce Osby from the Duo Determined, and you're listening to great gospel music and anointed ministry with Pastor Christopher Newton Sr. on the Summit Voice Radio Network. It's the two-time stellar award considered, spin award nominated. You're listening to The Voice, to The Voice, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. What's good, radio family? It's your boy, The Psalmist Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network keeps getting hotter, and we have that Holy Ghost smoke just for you. Sundays, it's the return of TPV Rebirth with your truly The Psalmist Voice at 2 p.m. Central, followed by Monday's Indie Fam Nation, exclusively on Clubhouse at 8.15 a.m. Tuesday's Victory Over the Weights of Life with author and speaker Deanne Lubrin at 6 p.m. Wednesday's Illuminating Word Ministries with Apostle Dr. Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5.15 p.m. Thursday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, the hottest interview on the planet, the exclusive interview with your truly the psalmist voice by booking only. Saturdays, Saturdays Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Followed by The Locker Room with Coach D every second and fourth Saturday at 4 p.m. Look us up on Facebook, also on Twitter, and our YouTube channel, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, and walk with us, family. Let's go! What's up, everybody? This is John and Sequoia Howard of the Agape Music Group. Hey, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Let's get it. Let's go! You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio.
What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Titus Showers, and you are listening to the Summit Voice Radio Network with the one and only Deep Summit as the amazing host. And I advise you to walk with me, my family. Let's go. It's your boy. God bless you. It's the Spin Award nominated Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio. afternoon. It is a blessing to be here today. I'm just uh just uh just enjoying that that awesome song that we just heard. Um 
I listened to the songstress when she said, I give you my heart, Lord. And I was walking uh, through the house when she said that part, and it dawned on me, you know how a lot of people, we like to play hardball and like, I'm giving nobody my heart. But I, I, I just uh, beg to differ on that. We're going to give somebody our heart, whether it's the wrong person or the right person, but we're going to give someone our heart. We're going to give our allegiance to somebody. We're going to have uh, somebody that we trust. We're going to have somebody that we put faith in. And it's up to each individual whether that somebody is God. And I don't know about uh, nobody else, but I put my trust in wrong places. I've given my heart to the wrong people. And I've given my allegiance to wrong people. But I'm grateful to God for eye-opening moments. Because that's what we need. We need an eye-opening moment. And to me, if we're living today in the midst of a pandemic and our eyes have not become open or at least cracked, something is wrong. Something is wrong if we have not realized by now that we need to do something different in order to get a different outcome. Hello, Pastor Chris. How be the man of God? I am doing great. I'm ready to get it in. I got to kind of give the extra oomph because the hot sauce won't be with us this morning, but we got covered. So I'm ready to get this party started and talk about this word that we run from for far too long, love. I'm glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. That's that's really encouraging to hear you uh, put it out there that way. But Pastor Chris, let's let's touch bases with with what we have on the floor before we go to love. When you think about that song and the words of that song, and and I have not trust me, I have not forgotten about the chef. I know I know the chef is there. I'm I'm going to address the chef, and I'm going to ask the chef actually the same thing. I'm getting ready to ask you. When you think about it. Were you guilty as well of giving your heart and your allegiance and your trust to the wrong people and, and putting them in the wrong places too, just like that uh, I uh, said earlier? Ooh, well, <laughs> that happens a lot, especially being new to the pastorate. You have to love beyond your own understanding. What do I mean? Well, You have to have a relationship. And again, I keep saying the same thing, but it holds true that when you have a relationship Mm -hmm. with God, you're able to love easier. Your flesh is kind of like, I'm not trying to love you. Just saying. Mm -hmm. But see, when you have relationship with Christ, see what happens is he's able to put the stop on the flesh and you're still able to reciprocate love Christ-like love even though your physical body does not want to be in alignment but see again when you're having that relationship with God it's easier to come out of yourself uh oh see I'm starting already it's easy it's easy to come out yourself and understand that even though this joker don't like you even though this joker was talking about you, even though this joker hurt me, I have 
to know that the love of God will not only heal me, but also be able to restore and reciprocate a love that I naturally cannot give. Let me stop right there because again, no, you not gonna stop right there up. because you you act like that. You act like um, I, if I understood you right, you said you know when when we use that God love, we can love those that despitefully misuse us. So are you telling me there's a different kind of love, Pastor Chris? There is. And it's you mean you tell me those butterflies and things that I feel in my stomach and and when he walks in the room and how he lights up the room and how I can't hardly eat my eggs when I think about it that's not the same love you're talking about that'll let me mm-hmm. love my enemy. Mm-hmm. No, that love has an <laughs> expiration date. Uh oh. Oh wow. Well, I'm gonna get good mad. I'm gonna get. That. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some uh, hate mail with that, but it's the Uh-oh. truth because it's emotionally driven love. Our flesh is being motivated by what we see, what we smell, how she looks, how he looks, all that stuff. But then when life starts to happen, this is when the relationship with God kicks in because you have to love beyond the surface. And a lot of us stop loving because we get older or the six-pack becomes a beer belly or all this Mm -hmm. stuff we love on a superficial scale. But, see, when we grow older, you're not going to always have – now, some people may have it. I'm not throwing nobody under the bus that's older and still got it together. But what I am saying is is that we get – we fall in love with the superficial things. Therefore, we continue to love based on emotionalism, not true love and compassion that Christ has, because then you're able to love beyond the pain. Is it easy? No, especially for someone that we love. That's the heart. You know, Pastor Chris, I, I, like, I like you, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put the specialist on this subject because I believe you're leaving something out. I, I don't know. I, I, think, mm. I, I, I think that that's the same love. Uh, Chef, I, mm. I want to greet you today, and, and we made a mess in the kitchen already. Pastor Chris has made, um, made challenged us today oh, with this no. love that gives us butterflies and stuff like that. Um, could you come and straighten out these kids that's in the kitchen, uh, Chef Sardis? I mean, I'm sorry, Chef, Chef, Chef. Chef. Good, good afternoon, everyone. Hey. Good afternoon. This is, this is uh, starting off with the heat already. already the heat is on. I, <laughs> Pastor Chris is turning up the eyes, and it's not time. Mm-hmm. He's turning up the fire. He's going to set the kitchen on fire after a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have to agree with him. He's absolutely right. He's okay. most of the time that, that, that other love is superficial. It's not mm-hmm. real because... You don't you don't know that person. That's why you those are emotions. Mm. That's not love. Love is not based upon a feeling. Mm. Mm. So, so that's why love. we can we can be at the altar and be all googleized, and then uh, about six months down the road, we we want some papers signed. Is that why that is? Well, we're we're all googleized because of what that that person is doing for us. Mm-hmm. To make us feel that way. So, mm. so it's, it's, it's artificial because that person is doing that because they're trying to trap us. They're trying to get mm. to them. 
they don't feel that way either because, you know, most of the time when we do good things, we have an ulterior motive. Okay. So love doesn't have love love doesn't have a motive. Love is love, real love, genuine love. That you know, but when we and it has to come from like Pastor Chris, that relationship with God. And most of the time we we want to run to the altar six months later is because neither have the relationship with God. That's right. Mm. That's right. Mhm. Wow. Well, uh, good afternoon, Chef. We're we're glad you um. Uh, not busy cooking for other people today. You get to cook for me and Pastor Chris, and we see that you already then got the grease hot. So it looks like we're gonna either have fried fish or fried chicken today, Pastor Chris. On the buffet. Yeah, yeah. What an awesome treat today, uh, people of God. You know, Sister Roberta and Pastor Chris. Did Tiana get on yet? Uh, no, she's not on. Okay. Yet. Oh well, listen, listen, guys. Um, we're talking about love. And we're talking about love. Yeah, we're talking about love. But there's a sidebar for me today. And that sidebar has to do with uh, the injustices that we see in America. We have to really close our eyes and put cotton balls in our ears and stop going out in public and just stay home and order in in order not to know that we are facing a pandemic and we are facing... Uh, a justice system that is not just. It's mm-hmm. not just. Uh, I think maybe uh, we all know that there are two major cases going on in America. And we as a people, we are all of the same um, uh, culture here today. So I feel like we can kind of, uh, let's see, uh, uh, not so much agree with each other, but we kind of have the same issues uh, as we go out uh, uh, into various places where we're not looked upon as equal counterparts. And it doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank. It does not matter what you drive. It does not matter where you live. When it comes down to um, uh, being treated fairly, let's say it like that. I'm, I'm trying to be careful with my word, guys. Because, you know what, we don't come to offend, but if you, if, you, if you say what you need to say and you say it, uh, to me, being careful with the words that you choose, perhaps you can reach somebody. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's what um, I endeavor to do today. Um, my heart is, 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 is broken for the families of the, the people that were, were lives were taken. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like they, their lives didn't mean anything at the end of the day. What do you guys, if you had, you know, you have a voice and you have a platform, what do you say, Pastor Chris, about what you see? And like I said, we're not trying to um, bash anybody. We're just saying, hey, guys, I'm in pain, and you're causing it. Mm-hmm. So could you, get your feet off, could you get your knee off my neck? Pastor Chris, <laughs> speak a little on that. We're going to go to love. We're going to go to Psalms 91. But to me, this is love. Those families are hurting, and I believe that we have a voice and a platform when we should use it. Pastor Chris, you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I can add a little seasoning to the pot. Um, See, we have, this has been going on before I was even born. And what I'm learning is that as you grow, 
And as you mature, this is something that we're going to have to face for the rest of our adult life. But it's how we handle it is the key. Now, what I've learned in history and growing up knowing my culture and what we've been through, we still stuck together and grew each other and consoled each other when there was a tragedy. All these things that we used to do, the community mentality, everybody beating everybody a kid if they act out of line, all that stuff has changed. So now when we, in present day, we have tragedy that goes on and injustice continues to play its card. We want to get upset and angry. Now, I get it. So please don't send no hate mail by me making this statement. What we have to understand is when we come together again as a community, not just a believer, but as a community, as a culture, and we do the same thing our forefathers, our foremothers did before, that is the greatest power we have as black people sorry but this world has divided us so much that it even infects affects us in the churches that we go Mm -hmm. to we're still segregated Mm -hmm. not only socially but in our churches because why we are taught to hate each other but see when a tragedy strikes This is when we need to come together. But we've been taught for so long to get your own bag, get your own this. You don't need no black man. You don't need no black woman. You can get another kind of man in your life. Now, I'm not trying to offend anybody that someone is married to another race. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is we've been taught not to love each other so much and we've been depicted so negatively in the press that when it comes to, again, a tragedy, we want to get violent uh-oh, instead of coming together as a community and love each other, not only as a people, but also as men and women of Christ. We miss that part. So we're so caught up on the angry part, and I get it. I'll be mad too. But the fact of the matter is we got to know how to address the anger and be smart. See, God's given us intelligence that's beyond what we've been dealing with for centuries. See, they they don't want to hear that part. See, we are made differently. We are able to strive through pain, through tragedy, through chaos, through all the things that life brings as us as a culture. It's already in our DNA. But see, we stop loving each other. And that's why we get this division, not only in the natural, but in some of our churches. I can go on and on, but at the, at the same time, we have to understand one thing. We have to love each other, period. And until we do that and come together, not only as a body of believers, but as people, 
We will continue to go through the same cycle. We will be alone when tragedy hits. We will be alone when we're grieving. We're going to be alone when any, everything falls straight to the ground. See, we got to understand that it took a community to build a people, our people. But see, nobody wants to pick up that manual, just saying. So that's my take on that, Sergeant. So back to you. Well, it does take a community and it does take togetherness in order to get to become a force that's, that's, um, that, you, that you have a hard time reckoning with. We have a hard time coming together because we, we were given a message a long, long time ago about how not to let the other one out of the crate. And for some reason, we still cling to that message. When Roberta starts to get that dressing together and it looks like she might be trying to get out of the crate, I pull her back because my sweet potato pie ain't ready yet. So instead of me pushing her forward and encouraging her and waiting on her to get to her wealthy place, and she is going to look back and bring somebody forward. And if I'm in right position, that would be me. But instead of me waiting on that to happen, I pull her back down because I'm not ready. And so what we find is a lot of people in the crate that could go forward and be empowered and come back and empower others. But we have been trained and taught that that's not the way. But when we look at every other culture, that's how they make it. Somebody gets out there, everybody else pushes them forward. They come back and get somebody else and the beat goes on. And so Sister Roberta, you are, you are the politician on the line. Because when I don't know anything, you know a lot of stuff that, that's going on. So I'm really careful about how I say things because I haven't kept up uh, enough to, to just be um, uh, uh, real open about it. What do, you, what do you have in your heart about the injustices that you just recently saw in America, Sister Roberta? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. I know, sis. Yeah, pain, 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 pain. Pain. Thank you, sis. Yeah, pain, pain to the core. You know, it's just like, whew, God. Yeah. <laughs> I can say, Lord, you know, uh, mm. you know, <laughs> what's going on? But it's, it's right. been here. It's nothing. It's nothing new. But the, I believe that the thing that that uh, helps us is the exposure. You know, we we've seen this all our lives. Yeah, our ancestor lives. We've seen this, and it's it's nothing new. But somehow or another, some people have tried to close their eyes to what they were seeing. But now you can't close your eyes because it's it's it's, it's visible. It's, it's it's on you know <laughs> TV. I mean, how blatant could that be? Yeah. I mean, how uh, before you know they were like, well, you guys are just just extreme at what you're doing you know get over it it's different for you it's better for you now but then when you mm. look at this is it really mm. is it really mm. you know you know you you're saying things that that are not true you, mm-hmm. you know you, you you you're throwing mm-hmm. up water and telling me 
It's rain. It's rain. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you're telling me don't believe what your eyes see. Mm. Don't believe what your mm. ears hear. Don't be, don't believe this. That's what you're telling me. Without saying this, you know you you know you you you're not seeing what you see. You're not hearing what you hear. Wow. You know, it, it's not like that for you. You're, you you know you you got you you're it's equal opportunity. It's, it's, it's here. You can see it. But then when you look over here, close your eyes. Mm. That wasn't real. Mm. But on the other hand. The thing that 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 helps me as a believer, and what Pastor Chris says was so true. And on the other hand, though, I look at it like this: when I get caught in something wrong, and that's why it's called law to bring justice. Mm-hmm. But when you don't use the law right, Mm-mm. then you cause judgment. The law wow. is for justice. But when you misuse the law, then come judgment. Mm. See. Wow. God gives us a chance to to correct our wrongs. But when we don't, he has to judge it. Wow. So wow. I'd rather for the, the law to correct me than God. Amen. Amen. Because if you get on mm-hmm. me, if the law get on me, I can pray to God and ask for mercy. But when mm-hmm. God judges, you could have had mercy, but you chose you chose not to have mercy. Yeah. You know, like the man that wanted to, you know, he 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 owed but a debt, and yeah. he was free of the debt he owed. But when someone owed him, he didn't want to return the favor. But what happened to him? He had to go into judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that thing that, that me to not get so angry because it looks like you're getting away, mm-hmm. but you're not. But you're you getting know. by. You're getting by. Yep. But yep. but God has had God has he's 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 the supreme judge. Yes, he is. And he sees and he knows. He knows our motive and everything. And you go ahead on and think you're doing what you're doing, but. The day of, of reckoning, it, you know, it's coming. Yep. It's coming. And, 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 you know, we as a people, we have to learn how to stick together, come together, and not let let somebody tell you something that you know is not true. Right, right. To make you stand up with them. Another thing we do as when we when we become judges, lawyers, or police officers, that's our time to stand for what is right. Mm-hmm. Not turn your head and act like you don't see it. Uh oh. We're guilty of that too because first of all, you know the law says, you know, put them back, make them accountable. If you're working in in a place, hey, make, make don't don't turn your head and act like you didn't see things that are wrong. Mm-hmm. Start speaking up and standing up. That's what you're there for. You're the light that shines in darkness. Because darkness mm. will be there. But that's the thing that you know. It's like because if you don't look at it in the, in the sense of you'd be like, oh my god, you'd be angry, you'd be upset, mm-hmm. you want to do some things that 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 that. You know that are not right, but you don't have to worry about it. You know, my 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 father always used to say, 
God has a payday. And it's not every Friday. Oh. Oh. Wow. Mm. Wow. Whew. Oh, shoot. I'm dialing numbers behind that. Uh, <laughs> well, well, you know, we're, we're waiting. Yeah, drop the, drop the mic. So, you know, we're waiting on another um, verdict to come. And in my heart, it's probably going to be one and the same. And my um, my concern is the aftermath that's going to come from all of these uh, injustices that keep rolling over and over in our face. And so I would, I would, my prayer is that um, we would rely on God's uh, judgment. Because a lot of lot of people don't even have an idea about, you know, God's judgment. They just feel like the law didn't take care of it, and I will. And most of the time when that happens, innocent people become uh, entangled in that. And so that's, uh, that's a concern well, that I have. That, go, go ahead, sis. But... but uh, Mr. Brown, when you when you don't fix things that are broken, what does it cause? If you don't fix the brakes on the car, what happens? Yeah. It causes yeah. a crash. It can cause a crash. So mm. you don't have the purpose of the law to keep on. Mm. When you don't, you see it out of order. Is it terrible? That's the thing that people fail to realize. In a church, as a as pastor, Pastor Chris can tell you, if he don't keep order, when things go wrong, he has to deal with it right then. If he don't, it's going to cause chaos. Yep. Wow. That's the purpose of the law, to keep order. When you don't keep order, when you don't do the right thing, I don't care who it is. He know if he if he if if something is happening in the church, and if he let it go on. He knows what's gonna happen. Like, wait a minute, I don't care who it is. It could be, you know, family member. What I gotta, I gotta check this. I gotta deal with this because if if I don't, I'm gonna open a cake of nails, nails for other people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cause other people to think they could do what they want to do. Why? Because I let this go. Mm-hmm. Am I correct, well, Pastor? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you gotta attack it while it's hot. You can't wait. And that's that's the hardest part and what I'm learning every day. The hardest part is being available for every need. Because you're only one person. Right. And you burn out very quickly because I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got that urge to just tell everybody, you know, but you have to be strategic in what you do, how you say it. And when it comes to things that will stir the flesh, especially when it comes to racial divide. Now, everyone has a different reaction. Some ministers use it as a PR stunt to get their name out there. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. But yeah, but we utilize certain situations to try to get our own 
name out there. This has nothing to do with you. So why are you putting yourself in the forefront and you're not even really there and concerned about the family that's dealing with it? You're trying to get your name on the 6 o'clock news. That's the stuff that bothers me. And when you add fuel to the fire instead of keeping the flames low, you're just as bad. So you can't blame the community for going in an uproar because you added gasoline to the fire. Uh-oh, yeah, we're going to get in trouble with this. He don't know what he's talking about. Why are you going to let that man say all this stuff? Well, it's the truth. We get too caught up in trying to get our own name out there. It has nothing to do with you. Your job is to comfort, uh-oh, your job is to comfort the family, not to get on the news. Your job is to pray for the family, not to get on the news. Your job is to keep the community that you preach in calm, but you want to be on television. See, that's the problem. It's, when we, what we do is not about us. This is what I'm learning, that Jesus' ministry was all heart, all heart. Because he had to do what his father instructed him to do in spite of how he was treated and abused and beat and torn apart. See, people don't understand that there's a comparison here. We don't just serve Jesus just because he's Jesus. What he went through is a blueprint of how we should operate as men and women of God. So this links back up to what you were just talking about, Drill Sergeant, in regards to Psalms 91 and loving unconditionally. This is the problem. And that's why we continue to get mad, get angry, blame God, burn our communities down, instead of thinking after the aftermath is all said and done, we just destroyed our community because we mad instead of using our wisdom that God gave all of us to unite as a family, as unite as a culture of people for once. We can have nonviolent protests. We don't have to riot and act like fools. I'm sorry. I get you're angry. But this is why we continue to be looked like as heathens. Oops, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. But it's the truth. Because the same time you, anything happens to anyone, we're automatically looked at as a heathen. And you wonder why stuff goes off and happens. Now, I'm not justifying injustice on these cases because it's just blatant and utter disrespect. And it, it, it does grieve me that people can get away with murder, and it's okay. Yeah. But yeah. this is what we've been dealing with, like Chef said. We've been dealing with this for centuries. And it's nothing new under the sun, but it's how we respond. And we're not responding the way God wants us to respond. We're responding exactly like they want us to respond. And that's why we can't get the proper 
judgments. That's why we can't get the proper help because we are acting too much like heathens instead of using the wisdom of God that we all was born with as a people. That's why they are intimidated. That's why they want to get rid of most of the males because when we come together as a family, ladies and gentlemen, do you understand how powerful we are if you come together as a black woman and a black man? But they have told us to be so divided and hate mm-hmm. on each other. There's no power. There's no love. We're fighting each other instead of fighting the problem that's right in front. Let me be quiet. See, they're going to get me, mad. Let me, let me interject let me. something right there. The, the people that gave the misconception of, of togetherness, they are adamant about their message. But mm. the voices that have the key to the war are silent. Mm-hmm. We're silent we, Because you cannot Carry the message of let's come together With the uh, I need to build a cathedral And I need your money Uh oh So if we would quit talking about Building bigger buildings That, that don't have nobody in them Nobody's in these buildings These small ones that you already have Nobody is there and the few people that are there, you want them to put some glass-stained windows in, in the place, and their house is running down. And th- 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 But the message, the message, the message, that's what we're concerned about today. When we have opportunity to give the message of peace, what are we saying in silence? We're saying nothing. But the person that wants to keep us divided because when we look at we look at our current situation now, we are being divided even right now. If you have had vaccination, if you have not had vaccination, there's a war, there's a gap there. If you go to the grocery store with a mask on your face, people are looking at you like you just fell off the back of a turnip truck because they've had vaccinations and they feel like you don't need a mask anymore. So there's separation continually being being done, and we're continually uh, abiding by the message because the mes- the true messenger is silent. We're not saying anything. We're complying because we want a cathedral, and we want to get along with the powers that be because that's where the grant's coming from. So we're going to take this. <laughs> that that is such a such a powerful statement because. Uh, I remember I I was asking asking the Lord about something similar to this, and he he told me one day he said, and like Pastor go back to Pastor Chris, and both of you have stated that uh, we're not building families, we're not building communities, we're not building people. Right, right. We're, if we build people, relationships. If we build the power that that we have placed in us, we would couldn't nothing knock us down because we'll be so strong in our stand and the power that mm-hmm. that God has given us, even in all the things we went we've gone through, we still stand it. But the 
we're getting weaker in the sense that we're not building, building the home. We're not building the family, like he said. He started family before he started school. So when we get back to building the family, who's in the church? Right. Who, who you work with? It's the same people. Who you around? The same people. So when we start building them, we start going back to our source. That brought us to where we're. Who's our, what's our source? Who's our source? God and what he told us to do. And the power that be, what he said, some, he said, they don't come by, 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 by our weapons of this warfare, because we're in war, right. this is warfare. Yes. Our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're That's mighty right. through who? Through God. God. To, the pulling, to the pulling down strongholds. Now, what's a stronghold? What's that? What's calling that thing to hold? To be strong mm. enough to to hold this long, there's a power mm. behind it that has to be destroyed. My God! Once we get to that power, that's not that. We look at the wrong thing. The person, it's not the mm-hmm. person. It's the power that holds it. Yes. We we have to get to that place where we the, the the only thing that can defeat that power is a greater power than that power, which is God. Amen. Amen. The children of Israel. What did they do to fight? He said, pray. to cry. They began to pray. Mm-hmm. He said, mm-hmm. the cry of my people have come to upon me. Yes. And it, to, it has wrecked me. So we begin to fight our fight and not fight the fight of faith. Right, right. Don't get anything. But what our ancestors did they begin to, to pray. They begin to see their children going to school. They begin to see homes and things and things that we're, we're, we're blessed with today. You know why? Because they begin to pray some things down that we can, we can get to where we are. But when we got there, we forgot to continue. Because hmm. we thought we had <laughs> You know, so we go to you so right in what you say you bear witness to the scripture where it says do not do not conform to the pattern of this world and in a lot of cases we have conformed to the pattern because we're after what the world has to offer because that's how we're going to get to cathedral but he said don't don't conform to the world be transformed by the renewing of your mind that's spending time with God nobody wants to spend time with God because God will change your mind from from hate to love and from fear to faith. We don't want transformation. We want a form of godliness, but we don't want the full dose. So mm. then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. This pandemic is supposed to usher forth the will of God. We as a people of God are supposed to be on a whole different level because of this pandemic, because we're supposed to get tired of our loved ones being uh, destroyed by this thing called pandemic and we're supposed to be doing like you say the children of israel we're supposed to be crying out by now and asking god what is my role in this pandemic what am i supposed to be learning from this pandemic but his his will is his his good and his pleasing and his perfect will we're supposed to be finding out god what's your perfect will for for our life Mm. and like jonah said uh but I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, 
I will make good. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. Where is the salvation message in the, on the earth when people's hearts are, are bendable right now? People want to hear an answer. Why are, we, why are we carrying a message strongly right now? We don't even talk about God no more. We talk about the pandemic most of the time. We talk about everything but this, but salvation. And then he gave us doctor, doctorate degrees. Not those types of doctor degrees that make people want, want to call us a doctor. No, he gave us doctor degrees because he gave us a prescription for the world. And oh. the prescription is, in the world, you will have tribulation, church. But be of good cheer. Don't be worried about the tribulation. Because mm. I have already overcome the world. And because I have overcome the world, you too are an overcomer. Jesus acknowledged that we was going to have challenges in this life. My and God. everything was not going to be perfect in this life. But nevertheless, he added, be of good cheer, saints of God. Mm. In tough times, you need to be full of joy. Because if we were full of joy in this pandemic, the world would look at us and say, wait a minute. Why do you have that? Where did you Mm. get that from? I want some of that. Because I'm at the end of my rope and I'm ready to take my life. But I see you with a smile. And you're not at the tomato squeezing tomato saying, I don't know how I'm going to make it. You're at the tomato saying, well, it's part of spaghetti. It really is going to be good today. Uh-oh. Because of the joy of the Lord is what gives us our strength. And we're not going to our places of worship and being filled with joy, but we're being given bills. And they want to mm. know our cash out. And they want, they want to give us their cash out. And they want to tell us how good they've been to us. But we're in the middle of a pandemic, people. I could care less about your cash app right now. Uh-oh. Money is not what we need. We don't need a bigger building. We need to have the power of God in that little storefront. Uh-oh. So that people walking down the sidewalk past the storefront can be healed, delivered, and set free by the power of God Almighty. And you will go run and tell the others in the alley. Come see a man. Come hear a woman preach. Mm. They can get you set free because they know God. We want to talk about God. We have a zeal for God. But there's no power in the house. Mm. But we got baskets in there. And we want them full. And we've got so bad in the house now, we got a bucket for your change. How ridiculous is that? Give me your pennies and nickels and your dime. So what do you leave me with? A pandemic. And a broken heart. And you're not addressing any of that because that doesn't fit into your cathedral. Uh Uh-oh. If the enemy can deceive you into living weighted down, and he has, we are living now in a time where you go to the grocery store and people are weighted down. They're discouraged. They're in a slumber, and he, he, the enemy is defeating them on every turn. Mm. Where's our message of faith? Where's our message Ooh. of victory? Don't fall into the trap. We've fallen into the trap ourselves. We fell in there with the people that we were supposed to give a message to. We in the trap with them. 
Your circumstances may not change overnight, but they can change. Mm. Quit letting everything burden you down. Everything got us down. Mm. If they send me a light bill, I'm mad about Big mad because they send me a light bill, but I know I burnt them lights all month long. Oh, Lord. Make the choices that's right in the midst of difficulty. You're going to be of good cheer, but there is a prescription for you. Stay cheerful. Be good-natured. Laugh every day. Find humor in life. Keep a joyous atmosphere around you. And if you stay on this prescription, you have the strength to make it through tough times. If we stay with God's plan, we can make it through tough times. Pastor, what is wrong with your stomach? You sound like you got a stomachache over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. This is this is our problem. Hashtag instant faith. Hashtag two minutes. Hashtag no relationship. Hashtag no cash app. See, that's Ooh. why my stomach was growling because we're so busy trying to put our faith in a microwave. See, this relationship with God is a process. See, we don't want to pull the plow. We don't want to get our hands dirty. I just got my nails did and my manicure nails. I don't want to get my stuff dirty. I am walking in my blessing in my authority and all this stuff. But then as soon as you finish making a statement, you can cash at me. Really? Mm -hmm. See, this is what I've learned in ministry. See, you have to walk by faith. Oh, that sounds Mm -hmm. easy for you. You're not working in the plan that was designed for the church to prosper. You're not being smart, Pastor Chris. You're not putting your cash app everywhere and have people so in to your ministry. Listen, I don't have to put a cash app on a ministry that's been free for 2,000 plus years. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to get some people mad at that one. But, see, we want to have a price tag on an anointing that was free that I didn't Mm -hmm. deserve, but yet I still want my payday. How in the world are we going to get any type of power or solution in in just like uh, our sister said on Facebook, hashtag everybody want a quick fix. That's absolutely correct. Because we're always trying to find the easy way out. But it's in the pressing. See, okay, y'all want to talk to me. See, it's in the pressing that makes the difference. See, people don't want to go through the pain. Just like I said last week or a couple of weeks back, when you go to the gym, you expect results, right? Well, if you you do. Yeah, if, but if you're not lifting the weights and you're not doing the required exercise to get you where you need to be and you paying your membership, uh-oh, 
Here's the comparison. A lot of us are going to the gym, which is in some, not all, our churches. We're sitting here paying our membership fee. Uh-oh. We want instant results, but we don't want to put in the work. See, y'all don't need to mess with me this morning because I'm, I'm tired of preachers that are constantly putting a price tag on a word that's been free. Now, God will supply and bless the ministry if you get yourself out of the mix. It ain't about you. It ain't about your ego. It ain't about your brand. And it ain't about how good you look on TV or social media. It's about God. And if you're not convicting the people that listen to you and you're not drawing them closer to the God we serve, not you, not your cute haircut, not your super tight shirt, not your diamond studded necklace cross and telling me to cash out. Oh, cash out, bop, 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 bop. But God said, I got a word for you, so send me your cash out, because God got a word for you, sister, my brother. But yet, as soon as something goes down, you don't hear nothing from these individuals. Why? Because it was all about you. Had nothing to do with the love of God. Yes, had nothing to do with the people, had nothing to do with drawing the relationship from you to the cross. Uh-oh. See, we got too much, too many people, and this is why a lot of folks have lost their faith. See, we got so much nonsense going on. Yeah, I said it. We got so much nonsense going on that when we have serious issues that are going on in our world, we want a cash app auction. Like our sister said, facts all these cash app auctions. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Correct. Because it sounds like to me, now maybe it's just me. Because, But when you watch certain people on social media, And you know how the auctioneer and when you go to an auction, they speak all super fast and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And you raise your little fan up or your number up to get your bid in. Think about it. It's just like what we do in some of our churches. Oh. Oh, no. Yep. That's the problem. We get two, we're auctioning off an anointing or a call or a purpose that's already been planted inside of you. But since some of our leaders can just talk over your life and say, if you just sow a seed, your purpose, your call, and everything else in between will be activated. But first you have to activate your faith and sow your seed. Uh-oh. See, we got people. Uh, let me be quiet. Y- y- y'all better turn my mic off because uh, I'm about to go ham and cheese up in here. Uh, Chef, 
I, I can smell the, the aroma in from the kitchen. You putting some spices together, and I know you about to set this thing off. So let me be quiet and allow the chef to put her masterpiece in motion. So, chef, you have the floor. <laughs> Well, Pastor Chris, you have you have already. I can just pull it out the oven because it's ready. It's, it's it's ready for serving now. Because what you said is absolutely correct. It's right because that's the thing that that Jesus said. You know, he made it plain when he was on earth that he made it plain. He said it wasn't even about him. It's about the Father. He said, it's not about me, it's about the Father. All he do, all he say, what I hear my Father say, I do what he do. You know, he was an example. He sent an example on earth for us to follow. And Jesus told us, that, so now I'm going away, but I'm going to send you the comforter. And I want right. you to do the same thing that I did with the Father to the comforter. Now, the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, now he ain't going to tell you nothing about himself, but he's going to tell you what I tell him to say. So I want yep. you to listen to the Holy Spirit, listen to the Holy Spirit, and let him speak to you and tell you what to do. Mm. Because he's not satisfied of himself, but of me. Mm. And that's the, that's the thing that what you said, that, that's it in the nutshell. I mean, that, that, was the, that was the dressing ready to pull out the oven. It's done. So we get to, if we can learn that message and not live that, not learn it, we already know it, but live that. Let it become alive. And realize that it's not about it's not about my cash out. It's not about my cathedral because he said I told you to make fishermen of men. Mm-hmm. I want you yep. to make them fishermen of men. And he wasn't quite in the sea. He said of men, really. He, yes. of men, of people, people, mm-hmm. make them a people, not 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 to 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 to, uh, to do their own thing or to do your thing. But to do what I told you to do, the message is so that so that we can receive the message and carry it out and continue to make fishermen of men, so that this kingdom will be filled. This kingdom, of everything that that he has for the kingdom of God is in the word of God. And I got to get to the word of God to, to, to know what, what I'm supposed to be doing. How am I supposed to? How am I supposed to conduct myself? You know, right. so, no. How do I know? How do I? How do I hear from God? How do I, I, I? How do I know God is telling me this? That's a good question. You listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You listen. That's what he said. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. If you don't hear nothing, listen. Because mm-hmm. if you keep listening, he's gonna speak. If you sit down and listen. That's the truth. Ooh. That's the truth. Oh my. That's the truth. Oh. See, I need yeah, to. if you listen to him and seek him, he's he, going to tell you what he, you need to know. So if, you, if he's not saying nothing, that means you you, not, you, you sit there and you listen to you, to you hear him say something. Mm. We want ignorance. He said, I'm not going to leave you ignorant concerning the things of God. I'm going to keep you aware. Sheep, my God. If you're my sheep, my sheep know my voice. Yeah. And a that they will not follow. follow. Not a sh- mm-hmm. The shepherd comes. When the shepherd comes to the sheep, they know. Why? Children. That's this my shepherd here. That's not my. That's not my somebody else's. I can't. Right. Listen. And I'm 
the shep, my shepherd, because I'm his sheep. Yes. And that's what he said. He made it so simple that we want to get deep and spiritual and not right. right. We so deep and spiritual, we left him way behind because he told us he makes way he just, behind. He just simple things to confine the wise. He made it simple. Yep. Mm. He made yep. it so simple, but we want to get deep because we want people to look, hey, look at me. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Yep. It's not about you. Sit down. It's not about you. It's a hard thing to, to not to want to be praised. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And Baba, you had nothing that you you had. You didn't do anything, anything. Everything you got worth anything came from God. Show this. Show this. You know what? Uh, we don't have to give people our cash out in order for, for them to uh, bless us when we need uh, 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 something from, you know, monetarily. God you does that. Say that, again, Gerald Sargent. say that one more time. God does that. He puts that, that on the hearts of people when it's time. You know, now it's got to the place where a person say, my two-year-old is having a birthday today. Uh, here's a cash app. <laughs> Facebook is full of cash apps now. Everybody want a cash app. Uh, I'm going to sing you a song today. Happy birthday. Here's my cash app. And it's getting to be to the place where cash app is like breathing. It's normal to see a person cash app. I think they're going to put a stop in it on their license plate. And, and you think to yourself, you've got a, ch- a church or a building, and I have no problem giving. But let's put this rubber where it really needs to roll. My money Uh-oh. is not a seed, sir, ma'am. Oh, Jesus. My money is not a seed. My money is my faith activated on the word that I heard. The word is the seed, and my money is saying to you, I received that word, and here's something that I value on it. Mm. Oh my has nothing God. to do oh. with, with sowing money is not sowing seed word is mm. a seed and if you have the word planted in you we wouldn't have so much anger in the world if you concentrate more on helping people and not helping yourself and most of us are sitting in the churches and we are uh, what's that the gluttoning in the mm. realm of the spirit mm. And we've got our foot in the tray after we get so full we can't eat no more. Because oh. we don't want nobody to eat that. And people are hungry all around us. But the only thing we serving is cash out. You can eat my cash out today. Because well, I ain't got no words. But you're following, you're, the, you're following your leader. You're following uh, your leader. Uh, Say what? Uh, Go ahead. Uh, Say, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, 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 Chef, uh, I, I, I think we need to follow suit. Because we're, we're given such a dynamic word on today. So, you know, if you've been blessed by the word of God today, hashtag Saturday. That's hashtag Saturday. So if God has blessed your life on today, cash app us at cash app sat no. Right. Thank you. This is the stuff, this is that the bunfoolery that's going on right now. And you wonder why we got issues. We got little God syndrome. 
Ooh. And they better not put Ooh. their hand in your forehead and throw you on the floor. Oh my God, you shall not oh, get cash out Jesus, it's 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 getting to the point where we're so physically obese, like our sister says, spiritually obese and obsessed. Yep. This yep. is what's going on. We're too busy caught and caught up trying to be the next big thing instead mm-hmm. of letting God being the next big thing. We want to be yeah. in a way of what God is doing and see, I got to throw one verse from Psalm 91 in, he, in here just to put the icing on the cake because we going ham and cheese this morning. See, verse 1 is a clear instruction. He says, and it's coming out of the Amplified because I like to give a little bit of extra meat on the bone. See, he who dwells in the shelter or in the secret place of the Most High will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Those power no enemy can withstand. Now, see, now according to what the Word says, if we get out of our flesh... And we take our rightful place in the co-pilot position. Uh-oh. He will keep us secure and rest in his shadow of who he is. God, who he is. Shadow of Elsa die. Elohim. We can go on and on and on. But, see, we've lost that. See, we don't read the scripture in context. We read it so, again, we can go ahead and get a cash app hit off, and, and we all getting all happy because I got my I got a $100 seed on a cash app. So what? What does that have to do with you dwelling in your secret place with God? Absolutely nothing because you're not – Dwelling in your secret place, you're dwelling in your own place. Let me be quiet. See, uh, see, I'm trying not to go off. See, I'm, I'm, y'all better take this. Roberta, uh, you have yeah. anything you want to add to that before we go to uh, a song today? Yeah, that, that, that's, uh, that, that's powerful. That's, that's what I was about to say. The reason that we hear, uh, the cash app is because they're following their leaders. Yeah. But when we follow the leadership of God, the word of God, when you go back and you begin to read the scripture, when, 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 when I begin to read the scripture, it kind of, no, not, not being negative, but I saw some things that was not in the church. Okay. And my eyes became open to some things that was not. I was like, "Oh my God, God want us doing this." Mm-hmm. When you start back with what? Go back. Start back in Matthew, and, and and when you when you when God gave a word, when Jesus preached or taught, the people didn't give to him. They went running and telling others. They did. It wasn't about 
it, they was excited about when they got healed. He said, go mm-hmm. tell. He didn't say, bring, bring me this or that. He sure did. But when you go back to the word and see what, what Jesus did, that was our example. When he he fed the 5,000, he, he, he was doing the giving. He wasn't doing the receiving. He was mm-hmm. doing the giving. And when we go back and, and, and look at the scriptures, of what the word of God is teaching us to do. And once we read, once we get it and receive it for ourselves, but we we think that it's a, it's, it's, it's much simpler to get, to go with a uh, uh, pastor, whoever that's, that's on top of the world or doing what, doing what he, and I follow him mm-hmm. versus if I follow Jesus, then that means that's some things that I'm going to have to let go of and stop doing. There you go. Mm-hmm. And get cleaned up. Wow. But if I if I follow if I if I follow Mr. Doolittle, I just got to imitate him. I heard mm-hmm. him say one time in a conference. He said, "God." He said he would take a a man a, a, a man's sermon and he would write it down and he wouldn't change it either. He'd preach it word for word. And he was being blessed. He said, one day God told him, he said, I did not tell you the pastor. <laughs> he, had, oh. he had this beautiful church. I mean, it was working for him. It was work because he was doing everything this other pastor was saying. And he was getting blessed financially, mm-hmm. members and all this. And he said, God said, I ain't tell you the pastor. My he Lord. Said, what, you, you followed this person. You didn't follow me. Wow. He said, but God, this and that. He said, my principle stands. Mm. My principle. Mm. If you follow my principle, that don't mean you follow my instruction. Wow. And mm. he said he was so blessed. Church full, I mean, finance and everything. But he was doing exactly what this other uh, pastor was, was saying. And he did. He would not. He said he didn't even study. He would just read his Take a sermon word for word and preach it just what preach just what he preached. Mm. And God told him, He said, He said, Well, God, what you want me to do? He said, I want you on the mission field. Mm. Well, I gotta study. I gotta see God to, because see, them people's on the mission ain't got nothing. <laughs> yeah, they they you act know, by faith for real. They they walk by faith, and you got you know all kind of demonic spirits and stuff out of there. Yep. Now you gotta know. So now you got to you got to sit down and get a relationship with God, so He can give you instruction and teach you how to go on the mission field of work. Now I can He got to show Himself approved unto who God, a word but rightly dividing the word of truth. So now He got He got to go do this. He said He got all this, so He said, "Well, I'm a, I'm going to sell this." And say, God said, "Nope." Told him exactly who to. Turn everything over to, give it to him. Say, don't you charge a quarter for it, not a dime. Because you didn't pay for nothing. That wasn't you that paid for it. Wow. Other people paid for it through their giving. You didn't pay nothing. So that's the thing. When we get back with God and see what He told us to do, mm-hmm. walk mm-hmm. out the day He gave us, and stop looking over here next door and try to follow that person. Right. And he gets to God and he's like, I didn't tell you to do that. Ain't that something? But God is working for me, he's doing it. He said, but I didn't tell you to do that. Mm. 
And that's the that thing. Do it, I'm just going to let it build up for the person that I'm really going to give it to. Well, yeah, his principal work. And when Pastor, uh, uh, Pastor Chris read Psalm 91, and, and he said, the shadow. He said, uh, uh, rest in the shadow, uh, drown in the shadow, stay in the shadow. In mm-hmm. the shadow of the Almighty. Right. Now, the, sh- the shadow is what? That means that wherever he She's goes, near. Mm-hmm. So I got to stay with him to follow the Close shadow. enough to him to see that shadow. To see that shadow. So mm. he said that, that that's abide almighty in the shadow. Mm. Drown that. He said, stay there. Stay with me. Because if you walk away, you won't be in the shadow. That's right. You won't be you near won't, me. You won't be near. That's all he said. Stay near me. This is where your strength mm-hmm. is. This is where your mm-hmm. security lies. This is everything you need is right here in me. And yep. when I move, move. Wow. When I'm, mm-hmm. You move. The world the picked up on that before, and they, they made a I, song out of that. When I move, you move. <laughs> That's a God principle. And the world picked up on it. When I move, you move. Just Ain't like that sound so yep. The world took the thing of God and made it their own. And we yeah. be bopping to it. Yeah, when I move, you move. We be singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. And that's a godly principle. It's a godly principle. Abide in me. Stay in me. And he, mm-hmm. you know what? God is that. Sometimes he do things ex- expedient. Sometimes he take his time and do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because he's God. Time is not for him. It's for us anyway because yep. we're not ready. So he's trying to get some things, get us ready to receive what he what he has for us. So he's That's just right. telling us abide, abide, abide. Because one thing about it, God can do something spontaneous and it take excel you to a place that you're not like, what? How I give you this thing? Mm. He has accelerated favor. Mhm, mhm. So you're not being left behind because you're biting or saying or it looks like it's moving slow. You're not being left behind, and that's the thing we need to be told. But everybody's moving, everybody's going here. But no, no, no. You move with me. Move with me, because you'll mm-hmm. be moving, and I'm not nowhere near it. Right. And you think you're successful, and he'll say, mm. at the end of the day, did I tell you to do that? No. Nope. Hmm. Nope. So that's and we got a lot of that. Yeah, we get with him and find out what he wants us to do. And that's all that's the, that's all he ever said. You know, my sheep know my what? Voice. My voice. My voice. And when you hear when you hear believers say, Well, I don't know God's voice. Are you listening? Are you sitting down listening? Because you got to spend time with you know his voice. You got to spend time. I can't, If I don't spend time with you, I don't know your voice. That's mm. true. That's true. You can't know, a, you can't know, my, you can't know my voice, even not just my voice, but my character. Right, a right. Can come exactly. and tell you that a, a person can come and tell you, uh, uh, Lorraine, Roberta says that you say, no, that's not her. Exactly right, because Roberta. You spend time because you spend time. And it's the same thing with God. He wants you to spend time with him so that if somebody come and tell you something, you'll know it didn't come from him. Why? Mm-hmm. Now that's sweet right there, so that's sweet mm-hmm. right there. 
Now that now she put an extra cheese in the macaroni and cheese this week on the buffet thing. Uh, oh that's a gosh. cheesy macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that ain't that that ain't no smooth macaroni. That one got some lumps in it and it's a little dark, but it ain't burnt. Ooh my god. That was pretty mm. good, that girl. Now get them yams together. Cause um we need some yams to go with these college greens and, and, and mac and cheese, get child, and fried mm. chicken. Lord, look at this. Look at the dinner coming together. But uh before we run out of time, I'm gonna do the um I'm gonna do the housework. We're going to include our callers because I, I know that the, the, the callers that we have probably are on fire from the information that has been shared on today. And callers, we're coming to you in a few minutes. Get your thoughts together if you want to talk about the injustices that we spoke on earlier or if you just want to talk about um, some of the other things that you've heard us about the Cash App or if you have concerns or prayer requests, whatever your needs are today, we want to hear your voice. You can be verbal and vocal on the buffet on today. But we want to remember our faithful listeners. Sister Alice Fields is the baby of the bunch. She's, she'll be 88, I think, in March. And uh, we have Earthly Erin, who is 93, and her caretakers, Edna Moore and Jeanette Pontoon. Also, we have Sister Dorothy Curry. Her two, she's uh, 96, and her caretakers are Shirley Allen and Lucille Priester. And uh, the eldest of the, of the girls is Ella Priester. She's 97, still getting around. She doesn't use a walker, and she still sweeps the floor. I have a video of her doing that. It's an awesome treat. Her caretakers are Jody Priester and Leo LaCallia. Uh These are wonderful, faithful listeners that we like to honor every week and their caretakers. Uh, Pastor Chris, let's go to our callers and see if we can be of any service to them on today. Yes, ma'am. All right, callers, we are going to you. And the first number we have up, 6015. 6015, you are live on the air. God bless you. Sister Lucia, that will be you. Did you unmute your phone, darling? Yes, ma'am. There you go. Hey, baby. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, and Enjoying you? Enjoying the program. Enjoying the program. No questions or no comments today, Sister Lucia? No, because y'all right on the money. With <laughs> I don't want to say Hey, don't make us give you our cash app. Now, don't play. We'll give you that cash app. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you. Thank you, Sister Lucille. It's such a joy to have you on the show. God bless and you too, you. Um, Mother Dorothy. Yeah, she's your smiling. <laughs> Is Shirley with you all today? No, she'll be here tomorrow though. Okay. Yeah, we wanna honor we wanna honor again Sister um uh Dorothy Curry and this is Sister Lucille Priester. God bless you guys. Thank you for being listeners. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Love you. Amen. Next caller, 5717. 5717. You are live on the air. God bless you. Pastor and Sister Jackson, if you have your phone muted, please unmute and share your comments or concerns, please. Pastor Jackson. Pastor Jackson. I'll text, text him and uh, see if he w- wants to uh, 
we come back to him, uh, Pastor Chris. Go on. Okay. No problem. Next caller, 7162. 7162. You are live on the air. God bless you. Is it 7162 or 7122, Pastor Chris? 7162. Okay. 7162, you can have the uh, floor now. We've never had that number before. Oh, I hear you now, darling. Okay, this is Shirley Allen. I was able to listen today. Oh, wonderful. And I did did get something out of the message. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is Miss Dorothy's other caretaker, her other daughter, Shirley Allen. It's a pleasure and a joy to have you on the show today, and we thank God that something was said that you could use. God bless you, and may he keep you, and may your, your, all of your endeavors be great in your life. God bless. Thank you for listening, Sister Shirley. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. Last caller, 7991, 7991. You are live on the air. God bless you. Uh, good afternoon. This is Jeanette. Um, when you call, I was 7 to 122, but my house phone died, so I had to grab my cell phone. So I couldn't miss <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but I enjoyed so far. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Uh, this is Miss Eartha Lee's other caretaker, Sister Jeanette. It's always a pleasure and a joy to have you on the line. Uh, we honor your mom and and you as well, and your sister and all of the caretakers. I just I'm just thrilled about what I see these women of God do. Uh, it's not for the faint of heart, but we encourage you to continue to move forward and to do the good work. That's the good work that you're doing, and we're so grateful for your example in our community because you guys do this with a smile, and, and, and I know that there are many days that those smiles, are, are, you have to press your way to get to them. But God bless you, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Okay, let's try Pastor Jackson again. Let's try, okay. let's try Pastor Jackson again. I didn't get him. 7162? No, no, that's fifty-seven seventeen. Okay, yeah, he dropped off. Oh, he, he dropped off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, uh, what we're gonna do now? We have a few. We have about thirty minutes left. Uh, go ahead and play us a song, Pastor Chris, and then we'll come back and get us uh, our final uh, remarks, guys. No problem. We'll be right back. Hey, what's good, family? This is Joe Kia, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. And you I find hope 
In you I find joy In you I find a safety place You are my sanctuary You are my sanctuary Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Now, I really got something from that song, uh, Pastor Chris. Uh, that's, uh, uh, say her name. Let me see. Let me get her name. Valencia Evans-Davis. Valencia Evans-Davis. 
for those of you who want to know who that artist is, Valencia Evans Davis, and the name of that song was The Offering and Sanctuary. But I, I really got something from that one. Uh, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to God's, I said God's house. And I know it says in the scripture to the house of, of prayer, I think it says. But you know what? That was, a, that was an amazing opportunity for me because where I was, I needed an invitation, and I needed the right one for a change. I had been invited to a lot of places, and I had accepted a lot of invitations. But, baby, when I tell you, when the invitation came to go to God's house, and I met God at his house, that invitation has, has kept me over the years. And that invitation is what I look forward to as my as my uh, uh, eternal home, the invitation that I accepted to come to God's house and accept his son as my savior and my Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, uh, Roberta, I, I figure you got something to say about being glad to go to the house. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, the house of God, you know, we think of the house of God the building but when I found out that that house was on the inside my Lord. I could go in my living room and he was there mm-hmm. go in my basement, and he was there and the, the, the relationship that I've, I've learned got from him in my secret in my secret place my secret my, my, my prayer time my, my time with him was far greater than going to the house to the church. To the church house. To the church house. Tell us a little bit about that that place, uh, Roberta, uh, that you, when you go into that secret place or when you get to the house, what kind of stuff you go in the house talking to God about? I mean, just, just uh, think, can you think of anything right off the top of your head that happened when you went in that house one day? Yeah, going into the house, I, I, I started out uh, uh, in the house with what they what they were doing to me. Oh. And sitting in the house with him, I found out what I was doing to him. Oh, girl. In that place, Ooh. I found out that it was things that he was trying to get out of me so oh. that he can so that he can shine. So that he can be the one to show the love that we're talking about when you abide in him. That the, the people use you because he knew what I was I was coming up against. He knew I was gonna come up against some some people that uh, uh, so I wouldn't say people because they was used by the enemy. Mm-hmm. That that was a mistreatment. And I needed some strength. And my strength wasn't gonna make it because my strength would have told told the place up. But his strength, his strength. That I was able to show his love and and show his character, not mine, but his character, and that's that going to the house. That time when you when you want to tear up another house, and he tell you no, just sit still. I got it. Don't worry. About it. Don't worry. Or when you lose oh. everything, and he and he and and he tells you you haven't lost the thing. You know I, I had to way to bless you with something else oh. so these are the things that that secret place that he tells you uh, the word of God that he tells you secret things that he can trust you with 
even in, in things that's happening over the, in, in foreign countries and different places. That's that secret place you are. You don't want to come out that place when you get there. When the you come out of that place, are you different? Yes, you're different. You see things different. You know, the things that people, the things you used to cry about and be upset about, you say, oh, Lord, thank you. Then you hmm. begin to praise him. You begin, that's that, hmm. that's that in the house. And when, hmm. you, when you get there, when you go to the house, to, to, the, to, 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 to the worship place that we go and worship, uh-huh. all the things that's going on and all the, the, the like, like consequences, the, the, the haters and the naysayers, you can smile and say, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Mm, mm, mm. They Remember that movie, The Ten Commandments, when Moses went up into that mountain, he came back, <laughs> and they depicted, you know, they showed him looking different, but you really are a different individual when you come out of the presence of God. Yeah, sure. you're different. You, you know, you might look the same, but you're, you're inside. Your spirit is yeah. different because you're operating, yeah. you're operating in the spirit instead of your flesh. Your flesh mm. is the same, but your spirit is different. And how you, and you can how see you, better, you can hear. Clear, really. When you open your mouth, the things of God come out instead of foolishness now. Yeah, you are you are absolutely right. You're different. You can you can hear you can even you can hear what they're not saying. My God. You can even hear what they're not saying. And you be all oh God. He he tells you some things, but that's that that's that thing. And I think, you know, Pastor Chris helped me because I believe that. Today, that's what's missing in the believers. That's mm-hmm. spending that time with mm-hmm. God because we're we're so busy. We got so many things that 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 can distract us to keep us from spending that time with Him. And you find out, you find out, Sister Roberta, that the only way you can get where you're going is is He gets you there, and that's the very thing we have omitted from our diet, so to speak. Mm. Yes, yes. Him, so we're malnutrition, thanks. <laughs> we're malnutrition. We're not, we don't have the big bellies and we don't look like the kids on the commercials, but we actually are walking dead. Because if, if the life of Christ is not lived, lived through you, you're just dead on the inside. You're going through the motion. Going through the motion. Mm-hmm. We're up in bridges, as the old folks say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. no substance to you. Yep, no substance. I'm telling my my pastor as a kid, my, and I didn't understand this as a kid. I just thought, I didn't know. I mean, he he lived a life with God that people that was 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 doing <laughs> they all things they did not want. They didn't want to shake the, shake his hand. Tell us about him because you told me about him in the past when people he be walking down the street and people cross the street. They cross the street. He had he had the most sweetest spirit. His spirit was so sweet. He was so gentle. He was so loving. But because he he because of the anointing that was on it, and and I know now because of the fragrance of the spirit of God on his life that it made people uncomfortable. Mm. But he had the sweetest spirit. He was so loving and so kind. And he's the only person that I know that greeted everyone with a holy kiss. Mm. Men and women. Men and women. He said the scripture says to greet with a holy kiss. Wow. 
it was men and women, and never he was never identified as being funny or anything. But he had the most sweetest spirit, meek, quiet, and meek. But because of the life he lived, because of the, the anointing on his life, and he was he was he was just the time he spent with God, it made people uncomfortable because of the the aroma that he gave off. Did he, he ever speak into your life? As a, as a as a child, yes, I didn't understand it, but I remember uh, uh, he a, a man came to him, one of the ministers that was there. He was getting ready to go to California, and the man had an awesome the, the pastor had an awesome prayer life, and the man wanted to be ordained, and he said he said I want to be ordained, and he told him he said I can't ordain you, you're not ready yet. Ah. He said, I want to be a day and I'm moving to California and I want I want my license and I want, he said, my hands are tied. I can't do it because wow. he, in, the, in the spirit, the man has such a fish. He said, you know what? He said, I'm, I'm a servant of the church. And if the church agree to you, 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 you're doing it. That's the only way I can do it. But I can't do it because you're not ready yet. And all he, mm. he, no, he, he he, he, he st- we stayed there for the Lord. So, so somebody said, I, I nominate him to be ordained. And somebody seconded him. He was ordained. Now, his wife was healthy. Wow. This, that night at church, before day that morning, that woman took deadly sick. Mm. And he couldn't go to, he still couldn't go to California. Wow. He still couldn't go, but the man had a walk. That was, I mean, unbelievable. When he said something, you know, but and guess what? He, he died on his knees. <laughs> oh, my God. He mm. had a prayer life. He had a prayer life. But that's that, that, that what Pastor Chris always talk about, that relationship. That relationship mm-hmm. was, makes different. You, you, you know, you, you, people don't want to be around you. You think there's something wrong with you. No, it's not anything wrong with you. <laughs> it's is the the, the, the the fellowship the that you have with God make them mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable? Right. And, and we take it personal, but you don't have to take it personal. It's not. No, it's, it's not. Just, what's, it's, it's not you. It's what's on you. It's not. What's, it's in, what's you. on you? What's in you? What's in you? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that you know, as as believers, that's what we need to seek after. Seek God. Seek Him first. Because you know when God is at his rightful place in our life, Sister Roberta and Pastor Chris, he gives us mm. eyes that can see. See, we look mm. at twenty twenty vision on on this mm. in this realm, but that's mm-hmm. that's limited seeing. But when we get eyes that God give us to see, and ears mm-hmm. that can hear, you don't hear what's coming out of my mouth, but you hear what's coming out of my heart. Now that's yes. a weighty that's a weighty gift. <laughs> Not did, you, did anybody see that movie that time where um, this man uh, could hear what people were thinking? I, mm-hmm. I can't remember the movie. He would, yeah. he would come in the office and he would say, hey, good morning. They would say, good morning with their mouth. They said, you dirty dog. He could hear the yeah. dirty dog part. He had a fit with that gift because it was too much truth coming at him. Because mm-hmm. when he thought he was all that with all of his friends because he had all of this money and things, he thought he was well loved, but he was hated. 
Mm-hmm. So when you carry that gift of God that can see and can hear, that's a weighty gift because you get to know the truth. And knowing the truth sometimes is kind of painful. No, it is. Yeah, it is. It's painful. It's painful. It's painful. I know Pastor Christian. And it's painful too, Sister Roberta, uh, to know the outcome of another man's life. Mm-hmm. That's also a painful life because sometimes God say, "I need you to speak on that," and you're standing there like, uh, uh, um, "Is it what? <laughs> Tell this person mm-hmm. they're gonna leave here." But God, God's instructions are God's instructions, and when we try to weigh it out and understand it, it gets to be hard. But when we just kind of do it, it's hard too because you you're saying, "Well, look." If I misunderstood your instruction and I tell this person they get ready to go and they ain't going nowhere, I'm gonna look like a nut. But see, but when Have you I had those situations, Sister Roberta? <laughs> yes, I, I've I've had I've had that. Uh, but when God give and, and I learned that when God gives instruction, it's beneficial for the person He's giving the instruction to. Mm-hmm. It's some things that perhaps they need to get get right before they meet Him, and He wants them to. You know, mm-hmm. I had. I, I, experienced that with, with the young lady, you know, and he gave me a scripture for her and, mm-hmm. you know, how God know the plan, you know, and she, she was in the hospital. She said, could you read that to me again? And I read it to her again and she, and we talked about it and she said, I got to get some things in order. Wow. She's she in the hospital and she says, I got to go home. She said, I got to prepare, mm. prepare my daughter. And this was that Wednesday, uh, that Sunday she went home to be with the Lord. Wow. Amen. Amen. Pastor Chris, yeah. I was with um, Chris Roberta when I first started out with her. Uh, there was a restaurant in Saginaw, Michigan, where we used to kind of congregate. And, um, you know, I was talking a lot more than I talk now during those days, but my words were not a season. Uh, thank mm-hmm. God for Jesus. And, um, I remember one day I started to stop talking as much and I paid attention to Roberta. And mm. Roberta is the type of person, she can be in a crowd and she, she, she's sort of like Jesus. You have to kind of find her because she'll blend in. And mm. I remember going to her after we were all congregated and I say, what did you hear? And she looked at me and she was like, huh? I said, uh-uh, no, 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 no. What did you really hear? I said, because you said something, but you held back. And that's when I learned that she doesn't always say, if you're not prepared for what she has, she won't tell you. But if you if you come to her and you're ready for it, she'll give it to you. And I and I started paying attention to that, that I that I could go to her and get more if I was ready for more. But also on that same note, uh, I went to Chicago. Well, actually, I was headed to Michigan from uh, Alabama, and my GPS had home in it. And when I got to a certain place in the travel, my GPS said, take this highway. 57 it was. And I was like, 57? I don't go that way. That's not the way I go. I take um, I take 57 for so long and then I jump 70. But the, high, but the GPS that day says, take 57. And I had a rider with me that day and um, I, I stopped and I changed my GPS to what I knew, but then the Holy Ghost quickened me. He says, you were supposed to go to Chicago to see your brother. 
who was in mm. a nursing home. So I told the person with me, I say, I'm supposed to go to Chicago. Do you have any problem? If I go to Chicago, I'm only going to be there about 15 minutes. I need to go there and pray. I said, I'm going to be there about 15 minutes, and then we can go proceed to Michigan. And if we get tired, you get tired of riding, I'll get you a hotel room. And it was my auntie. She was, she was an older lady, and she said, okay. So I went on to Chicago, and when I got to the nursing home, uh, this place was hard to find a parking space for, but God reserved me one at the door. It was sitting there waiting on me to park, so I parked at the door. I went inside, and there was a lady at the nursing home who had requested to talk with me. And when I pushed the door, I hit that lady with the door. Mm. And I apologized to her. I didn't know who she was at the time. I apologized to her, and I said, she said, who are you here to see? I said, I'm here to see Delenn Hill. He's my brother. And she says, uh, she took me over to the bed. No, she said, before you go see him, can I talk to you? She said, because you're the one that um, I've been waiting to speak with. So we went in a separate room, and she was telling me what was wrong with my brother and how the bed sores were exposing his bones. They were so deep. And how he no longer had the ability to eliminate his bile, that she had to reach her hands up in his rectum and pull his bowels out manually. That's how bad my brother was. And she was saying, ma'am, he doesn't have a quality of life. And if you would allow us to do what we want to do, he'll go ahead on and transition. And I told mm-hmm. her, I said, ma'am, I don't have the authority nor the power to dictate mm-hmm. when my brother leaves here. I said, I came here as an unction of God to pray a prayer over my brother. And I say, mm-hmm. it's God's affair when he leaves. So I left that lady and I went in my brother's room. And my brother was in a state of, of being where... He, he, he had his eyes open, but you could tell he wasn't seeing or focused on anything. He was just mm-hmm. at his blank look. So I, I prayed that day, and I told my brother, I say, look, I've introduced you to Jesus. If he comes get you, go with him. You are safe. Mm-hmm. And when I prayed, finished praying that prayer that day, my brother had a tear coming out of one of his eyes. And that, wow. that was the Holy Ghost of God. I'm telling you how good God is. I'm telling you about the love of God, how God will give you a witness that what you have done, thy unction of him, has gotten where it needs to go, and you, you're secure to leave the building now. And I did that, and I left the building and went home. That was a Wednesday. That Saturday morning, the call came. He transitioned. Wow. When we allow God to lead God and direct us, He will tell you what you need to know that your heart may be comforted to the point where I preach my brother's funeral in Mm. peace because I know where his soul was. Exactly. So we need to go back to those love type letters and messages to our loved ones where they can realize who God is because we're living God and not just talking God. It's time now to live God. Then time. But we need to live this God. Go ahead, Pastor Chris. Your stomach is hurting again. Pepto Bismarck for aisle three. Go ahead, Pastor Chris. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going. I'm going just uh, just kind of close this out and see Psalms 91 verse two, and it says, "I will say of the Lord that He is my refuge." And my fortress, my God, in whom 
I trust with great confidence and on whom I rely. Now, wait a minute. Why does the scripture again gives us instructions to say to the Lord in our relationship to him that God, you are my refuge. You're the one that holds me up. You're the one who shelters me in my time of pain, my time of sorrow, when my confidence is shot, when people talking about me, false accusations, <laughs> all this nonsense. But see, this is tying into what we said in the first segment. See, we get caught up in what people say. But mm-hmm. what we need to understand is that I will say to the Lord first that you are my refuge. You are my hope that holds me and your stronghold to, shef- to shelter me. Only you can do that, God. L-O-V-E. Love. See, we put our love on conditions. And we don't understand that as we grow in this relationship with God, we understand that our confidence, who we are, the hope he gives us when he wraps his arms around us, you will never understand that kind of love until you get out the way. And that's the problem. We want to outsmart, outwit, outdo, outpreach, outteach, cash app, all this nonsense. And instead of us guiding to him, we rather get validation based on if Sister Roberta gave me an amen corner or Sister Lorraine slipped me a cash jab or the people watching that's watching right now gave me some kudos. See, we, it ain't about that. See, we got so soft in the spirit. Like, we get mad when we receive correction. Notice how the generations have gotten softer. So they're like, oh, well, why would you say that, Roberta? Why would you say that about me? Well, see, it's called tough love for a reason. And if the person didn't love who you were in God and didn't love you for you, they wouldn't even waste their time. See, hear me. We get it jacked up. When someone is giving you correction in the spirit, not in the flesh, because you'll know the difference. When they're giving it to you in love, in the spirit, it will convict you in your core. And then the tear that came out of Sister Lorraine's eye, it was because he got embraced with the love he never had before. And we get to a point of our lives that we're so stone cold Steve Austin and we want to wreck shop on everybody. And when somebody comes to us giving us some real correction, not haterade, real correction, we ready to fold. But see, God's going to send you the people that's going to keep you in line, keep you in check. 
keep you straight. I can say it most honestly. Sister Roberta and Sister Lorraine, they keep me in check. And it's funny how they know when I'm about to go off or when Pastor Chris is about to jump off the mountain. They they say they text me something right on time or respond right on time. That's what we're talking about. When you are connected in the spirit and your relationship in the spirit of God is strong, you're able to connect with other people that have the same relational connection with the Father. See, you ain't got to believe me. I'm no prophet, so don't catch at me. But all I'm saying is that we need to draw closer to God. Draw nigh unto him not draw nigh to the pastor not draw nigh to us but draw nigh to me so i can in return draw nigh to you and i'm done i'm dropping the mic because i'm about to burn this place down so sister roberta sister lorraine the band is closed back to you. So, Roberta, you have any closing remarks? We have about five minutes. Um, you can uh, use that time. And then when you're done, uh, Pastor Chris, give us a song and take us out of here. We will be back, as the Lord says the same, next Saturday. Those of you that are listening and want to look at Psalms 91, we will begin uh, Psalms 91 unless God uh, changes the agenda like he did on today. But Psalms 91 is where we'll be based out of next week. Still talking about love because how, why are we talking so much about it? Because we're still not doing it. So, so Roberta, you have final mm-hmm. thoughts. My final, final thoughts is he's our refuge. He's our refuge. We run to him. Run to him. I mean, take off and run. No matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening in your life, run to him. Don't run to the phone. Run to the throne. That's Amen. Now, Chris, you can give us that song, Psalms 91. Yes, we'll be back here uh, for uh, Psalms 91, unless, like I say, the agenda's changed. Maybe by then, Aubrey's uh, case will be settled, and maybe we'll start with that because we have to start using our platform for our people. And our Amen. people are perishing because of a lack of knowledge, because we have. Um, uh, uh, we're about to establish our own righteousness. We've left God out of our plans, and unless he's leading and guiding us, we're not going anywhere. And so we want our people to know that this platform will be used to uplift our people and people of God, not just a, a certain group of people, but we do have to pay attention to them because nobody else seems to be lifting us up, so we'll lift up one another. How about that? God bless you. Give us a song. We'll see you next week on the Saturday buffet. God bless Amen. We'll see you next week, same time, same place, TPV Radio, right here on Facebook Live, Twitter, Instagram, and I mean, Twitter and YouTube channels. We'll see you next week. We love you. First Chronicles chapter 16, verses 8 through 12. Give thanks unto the Lord, 
call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Thus, the word of the Lord. Now I'd like to take this time to welcome you. Yes, you. <laughs> so come on in. I'm glad you're here, my friend. Now that you've arrived, let's get this party started. Yeah, it's time to begin. It's time to sing and dance a big old family celebration. People all over the world, yeah, they came to celebrate the Lord of all creation. And if you didn't know, let me tell you, it's going to be all the way live. We got plenty to drink, yeah. <laughs> but it's a brand new one. Now the guest of honor is both lion and lamb. The savior of all the world, he is the great I am. <laughs> so from the bottom of my heart with this single phrase, let me welcome you to the festival. Ha <laughs> praise, come on. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.